If we succeed, though, the possibilities open to me will be nearly endless. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the Fluffles Gang. Hi, I'm John. I play uh, Tony Darkomancy. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Let's jump back in. Uh, it's been just a little bit since we've recorded together, so just to reset the scene, plus we took a week break to check in on uh, Feldar last week. Um, everyone, or I guess... Uh, Tajmil is in the scene, but he is unconscious on the floor. Um, we've got Tony underneath a uh, net that has been caught on fire. Um, we've got Merda, who is standing over the dead body of Taman, And then Lady Fatine is bleeding on the floor near Tajmil. Um, Tradition is at the back of the cave, while... Um, who else is left? Glim, Tesney, and Liv are all making their way towards where the uh, staircase that the Lord Mistborn broke through is at. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and jump back in with a little bit of RP here. Um, Tradition had just started to, or had just attempted to get everyone uh, who was part of the the other side to stay, threatening to withhold their pay. It did not work. Um, and so after the initial response, um, when coming to the edge of the basement, uh, Tesney is going to turn around and look at Tradition and look at Merida and say, what do we even need to fight here for, anyway? I mean, the, the Lord Mistborn's gone, like I already said. They're, I bet, Merida, were you even uh, planning on betraying us until, I'm assuming, Tajmil showed up at your door with the Lord Mistborn? No, not at Wait, all. I'm sorry, Trevor, no can clue. we pause for a second? Didn't, sure. didn't they already leave? No, they had not left yet. Oh, I thought I thought he'd just given the speech about leaving and gone up. That was what no, I they they don't have no way to get up without making rolls and things because the the staircase has been destroyed. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm having a boomer moment. <laughs> so he was asking about um, if we plan to betray him, right? right? We had no idea that idiot just does whatever he wants. The plan just went awry. Is what happened. Look, tradition. I know. I know that, and I, look, Liv, Glim, I know Taman's dead as well. And yeah, that sucks, but this is all just a huge misunderstanding. Tajmil was supposed to lead him here. We were supposed to have Lord Falcom here, and this was all supposed to be a lot simpler and smoother. Okay, so like, let's just take a breath. We're all in the bottom of this basement that's on fire. The house is probably on fire above us, and we all need to get out of here right now. If you stop attacking us, I have no qualms about stopping attacking you. I mean, for all we know, Alloy might still need our help. Merida, are you in? I want to get out first, then we can talk. Alright, well, he looks down at Tony. As much as I hate to say it, this guy's dead weight, and he's just... I don't... If, if you have a way to get him out of here, fine. But I'm going to worry about our people and getting us out. And um, he goes over and he starts tending to uh, Lady Fatine. John isn't, like, have any broken legs or anything, does no, he? No, but he's caught under the net still. Can I, is it possible to um, cut the rope open? Yeah, you can definitely try. 
Um, keep in mind, it is on fire, and the fire is growing closer. Like, it's probably closest to him. Um, which reminds me, everybody needs to take one point of health damage. Alright. Um, for the smoke and the fire that is starting to fill up the basement. Uh, is this correct? According to what I'm seeing on my sheet, this is my first health damage. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. It seems like it might be correct. You haven't really been in any physical altercations. I thought we took at least one point of damage earlier, though. Or maybe I, you were just warning us that we would yeah, take Yeah, I, I think I was damage. warning you and that this is that point of damage. Okay. Um, And then this is also That's the point fine. of damage that knocks Tajmil unconscious. Uh, well, Tony is going to be scowling at Tesney as he calls him dead weight. And um, going to try and pull the net, you know, basically try and untangle himself as best as he can, like pull the net away, like, towards the fire to try and, like, pull it over himself. Okay. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Um, let's see. You... Uh, I don't think I can give you one for Stage Magician. No. No, I don't think I have anything to help for this. Do I get a minus, or... No, no, go ahead and give me a straight physique roll. Um, set the difficulty at two. Total three. Oh, nothing. Yeah, so you, you start trying to claw at these ropes, and you're noticing, like, sometimes when you try and grab a piece, it's already on a fire, and so you kind of snap your hand back, and you're just not able to, to hold on to a place to give you enough leverage to start pulling it away. Do you remember if last time I get got hit by any arrows? Uh, no, they weren't very good with the arrows. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the glass dagger and I'm going to cut close to Tony, but on the opposite side of the fire. Okay, go ahead and give me a physique roll difficulty one. So that's four, right? Yep. Since my physique's four. I got two nudges. Uh, You can try and re-roll with the remaining two. Okay. And in the meantime, I'm going to have Tessney give me a one. Yeah, I still have nothing. Um, so you go and you're kind of having the same problem, like any place that you can get to the rope to start cutting doesn't really seem to be a place where it will effectively get him out. And there's just so much rope around him. So like you're you're trying to cut through, but it's without it being a serrated edge and without you being able to fully grab the rope, it's so much more difficult than you anticipated. Can I uh, burn tin and try to see if there's like a weakness somewhere on the... Um, thing? sure. I will make this a wits roll, and I'm going to give you plus five, but I'm also going to have you take another damage as you feel the heat and the that. smoke more intensely. Yeah, so five? Five. Uh, well, five plus your wits, so ten. Oh, okay. Uh, meanwhile, Tessney has, um, taken a bottle out of his pocket and poured it into Lady Fatine's mouth, and, um, she starts to, like, cough and sputter. And makes some noises as she uh, puts a hand to her stomach and starts to, uh, where the coins hit her, and starts to uh, try and stand up. So I have a pair of fours and a nudge. Yeah, so with a pair of fours and a nudge, um, you decide to take this uh, from the opposite direction. And you're looking for um, areas where the fire has already done your job for you. 
And you notice uh, very quickly that there's a large section that's been just completely burned away. And so you're able to grab a piece of the net and just kind of give a nice tearing motion and you open a nice big hole in it. All right. So I'm going to yell out to Tony, like, crawl over to this hole. I'm, I'm so damaged. I'm about to pass out. I need to go. I wish you luck. And try to escape. Okay. Um, Tony, what are you doing? Uh, Tony, thank you, Merida, and he's gonna desperately crawl towards that hole. Uh, and Tony can stand up if he wants to now, like, you you can get out of the net. Oh, okay, well, yeah, Tony's gonna get out of the net. Okay, um, as you are disentangling yourself and getting yourself out, um, Tradition and the rest of the crew has made their way over towards the side, um, and gotten Lady Fatine up. I'm gonna give her a two-die penalty but she is going to try and hoist um, hoist Tessney up out of the hole. Um, she got a pair of fives and two nudges. So even in her, her weakened state, um, with, the, with the new pewter reserves um, that she was just given, she just kind of launches Tessney up, um, who gets up on, uh, onto the landing there, and um, he immediately yells down, yeah, this place is really going. We need to get out of here, like, now. And um, he reaches a hand down, and we'll go ahead, and Merida, go ahead and give me a physique roll. I'm going to give you a plus two for the help that everybody's going to be giving. Okay. Uh, I have two fives and two twos. Yeah, so with two fives, um, Lady Fatine kind of boosts you up. Um, Tessney grabs you by the wrist and pulls you out. Um, and are you sticking around or are you just heading straight out the door? I'm heading straight out the door. Okay. Um, so Tony in, um, unless you are going to do something to try and interrupt them, they're going to continue this process of getting everybody out. Uh, am I out already? Um, yeah, you'll, you'll have enough time once Merida has been lifted out of the hole. You're completely disentangled, I'll say. So I'd like to try and tie my uh, pocket watch to my unending handkerchief rope and um, see if if I can convince them to uh, basically like, kind of lock it in place, you know, kind of like a grappling hook, but it's a pocket watch instead of a hook. Okay. Because so you're a trap you're, door, right? Yeah, so you're, you're telling them, like, they don't have to help you out physically if they can at least tie this up for you? Pretty much. Okay, Um, give me a charm roll. Alright. Uh, any modifiers, negative or positive? Uh, I think I'm going to leave it neutral. Twos and a nudge. Uh, with twos and a nudge, um, they are going to take the uh, handkerchief, and they um, like you. You you get up to them, and like Lady Fatine has just helped live up, and you uh, you just uh, you, you give them this plea to to tie it up, and reluctantly Lady Fatine grabs it and shoves it into her pocket before um, helping Glim up, and then tradition after. Um, and, but you're not making any attempt to, like, stop them from leaving or anything like that. No. 
And then, um, Merida, you just head straight out the door, correct? Yeah, I, I have one point damage away from dying, so... Okay. Um, I'm gonna exit. We are going to leave you alone for just a moment, uh, Tony, if that's alright with you. Um, yep, they do fine. tie it up as they leave and then throw it down towards you, but we're gonna go over to Merida. Um, let's see. Liv comes out, uh, and you see her immediately start scanning the street up and down and um are you burning your tin yeah once i get out i'll burn my tin since you know ally and the mistborn okay go ahead and give me a uh a roll of 10 and i'm gonna give you plus one for uh your spy profession so go ahead and just re-roll one no you'll get a free nudge for that okay um, let's see. Two ones, two twos, two fives, and two nudges. Uh, yeah, the two fives. Um, you hear the sound of a dog in the distance, um, giving, like, kind of a yelp. Um, you hear the sound of, uh, crashing, and then very faintly, you hear the, the sounds of two people struggling. Okay, um... Merida will point that out to Liv, but she'll wait to investigate until more people come up. Uh, yeah, and as soon as you start pointing that out to Liv, you, you see her kind of like cocking her ear towards the same direction. Um, and she turns towards uh, Tradition as he comes out the door and she says, I think this trouble. He, I hear the sounds of a struggle up the street and uh, that, that's the de- direction that the safe house would be in. Um, any response, Merida? She's just gonna nod and wait. She, she's damaged enough that she's probably bleeding and like barely holding herself together. So she's just waiting for power in numbers. Okay. Um, tradition looks between everyone, and he says, "That can't be good. He he doesn't have all of his metal minds. So we we need to rescue him now if we can, or else this is going to be a lot harder." But. Knowing him, he's at least gotten enough of the book read that it wasn't for naught. I mean, the, the spikes are still hidden, so we've at least got that going for us. But, um, Liv, you take the front, uh, scout it out, let us know the best way to approach. Uh, Merida's too injured to take the foreground like that. Same with Lady Fatine. We'll follow slowly and try and figure things out from there. Uh, we will jump back to Tony, unless Merida has something she wants to do. No. Uh, Tony, you are in a burning basement with a burning building on top of you. (laughs) Okay. As best as Tony can figure, how much time does he have left? Um, you have never necessarily been in a burning building before, but there was a point in your life that you were practicing uh, a a breath-holding underwater trick with, like, a water tank and everything. And so you feel like you've got at least a couple of minutes uh, past the point when the smoke gets too thick to breathe, and you're not at that point yet. All right. Uh, Tony is going to make one attempt to try and free Taj Mill from the net and drag him over to the handkerchiefs. Okay, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Nothing. Just a nudge. 
yeah, you you try and uh, tug at these ropes, um, but it's the same thing. They they wanted to try and capture a Mistborn in them, so they they really got as thick of ropes as they could, and they weighted them down, and you just struggle with it to to no avail. I'm sorry, Tajmo. Um, I think this is it, and uh, Tony's gonna briefly riot a sense of peace or a sense of calm, whatever the closest would be. Uh, that you can riot, and then try to scrabble up the rope and get out. Yeah, go ahead and give me a physique roll. <laughs> I'll be honest, Meredith gonna... completely forgot about his existence. Tashmiel. We're gonna have, like, yes. a minute of t- of Tony, like, failing to climb the rope before he perishes. <laughs> oh! Threes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, with threes, um, you manage to scramble right up of it. Um, I don't know if it's just the the encouragement of the fire underneath you, or um, maybe it's just the the sheer adrenaline of being in this adventure that you've been living nonstop for uh, for a while now. But you scramble right up that rope. Um, I'm also going to want a spirit roll from you. Huh? Luckily, I have four now. <laughs> Or maybe I'm just used to it being nothing with, uh... <laughs> with Clytus. Yeah, with Clytus. I got twos. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to hold on to that for just a moment, and then we're going to run back over to Merida. Um, so you start heading in the direction, um, and as, uh, as you get a little closer to it, you're taking back alleys. Uh, give me another tin roll. Okay. Uh, two fours and two nudges. Uh, up in front of you, you see Liv kind of furtively darting between hiding places. And she seems focused on this point in the air. And you look up and you just see uh, the barest hint in the mists of these tassels flapping as the Lord Mistborn jumps from roof to roof. Um, so you're, you're pretty far behind Liv and Liv is pretty far behind Spook as you guys are um, both kind of trailing him towards where this commotion is going on. Um, As you get closer, uh, Liv kind of sneaks back and gives you guys like a a heads up to stay there. And um, she goes closer to where you can hear uh, the commotion start to end. And it ends with, um, give me another physique roll. All right, just the four. Just the four. Uh, two threes. Oh, I'm sorry. I add another five for that for the tin. Still two threes. Um, you can't make any words out, but you hear the voice of the street urchin that told you to run, uh, when you were on your way to Alloy's place. Um, you hear the voice of the Lord Spook, and you do not hear the voice of Alloy. Um, you also, every once in a while, hear a small guttural animal sound. Uh, Liv and Tradition are still around us? Uh, Liv has, uh, snuck back up to try and observe, but Tradition, uh, Glim, uh, Fatine, and Tessany are still around. I think I'm gonna look at them, uh, like, the other group, and just ask, why do we still want to help Alloy? I mean, I guess your guys' didn't mess up as much as our group. 
but he's clearly shown that he's willing to kill us for any mistakes. Do you really think he's going to leave us alive if he wins? Look, Merida, that was, this was been the deal the whole time. I mean, this is the big time. The, the, the stakes are higher, the rewards are higher, and the risk is higher. And quite frankly, nobody on this group has been nearly as reckless as your entire group has been. I mean, you stole from these guys right here before we even got started. And he kind of like put uh, points a thumb back towards Lady Fatine and Glim. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying that sometimes it's better to be at the right hand of the devil than to be in his way. I'm not saying be in his way. I'm just saying, even if we do win, isn't he going to kill us anyway? I think that his plans are a little more long term. And if he wanted to just dispose of us, he would have had no problems doing so. The, the Look, the plan here, and he points towards a bag that tradition is carrying. We figured there was a large chance that this could fail and that he'd be captured by the Lord Mistborn. So we've got a good number of his metal mines. He's relying on us and showing an incredible amount of trust. And I know that's not something that your group has been shown, but I also think it's something your group hasn't really earned from him. And quite frankly, your group doesn't even trust each other. I mean, Lord Falcombe just let us leave Tajmil to die in the Lord Mistborn's manor and didn't even ask any questions about it. Okay, um, sorry, this is not Merida saying. I'm just, meta real quick. Mm-hmm. I want to do something, but I'm not sure how well it'll go. I mean, obviously, we have to go it, but I'm not sure how well the audience would like it. So I still just act, act it out? Yeah, I mean, it's your character. It's your story. What was his name again? The other information dude? Uh, Tessney? I suck with names. Tessney, that's one who's talking, right? I mean, it's definitely not Fent, if that's what you were thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I, I think Merida's going to look Tessney in the eye. And she's going to say, you know what? You're right. I don't trust my group. I think I'm one of the more capable ones, and I think I've held us together. I somewhat trust you. I think you're admirable. I will help you, and I will trust you if you will let me join your group. Um, Give me a charm roll, but uh, difficulties, I'm even going to say, is just a nudge here, because like, he already basically extended an invitation. I got two twos. Yeah, so um, he puts a hand out and he says, You know, Merida, I don't know what all happened with them. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's water under the bridge. So if you're up for it, let's go fight the last Mistborn alive. She's going to shake his hand and give a firm nod. Um, Let's jump back to Tony. Um, You have gotten out of the basement and you come towards the door, uh, right when you get near the door, it bursts open with a quite amount of a large amount of violence. And standing there, um, where uh, holding glass daggers, uh, panting, uh, quite well, out of breath and breathing quite heavily, is Wins. Wins, Master Tony. It's oh, when I saw the smoke, I oh, the. These young people and these alamancers, they run so... Uh, I i didn't think I'd make it in time. You came for me! Tony goes and gives him a big hug. 
Um, he's not he, being careful about the daggers. <laughs> he he hugs you back, but at the same time, like with with what strength he has, he he like wraps his arms around you and is bodily like trying to pull you through the door out of the burning building. Wait, Witten's Taj Mill is still trapped down there. Uh, Witten's looks uh, and he says, Tra- "Trapped where?" And then he looks at you again. And he says, "Taj Mill? Yes." Tajmil, he's unconscious. Or dead. I, I can't tell. I, Master Tony, the, the house is quite on fire. Uh, give me a spirit roll. Alright. Uh, just nudge nothing. Uh, yeah, as he says that, um, you hear a loud, uh, like a kind of a creak, a snapping sound, and then a large crash as a support beam uh, falls to the, the ground in the building. Tony, Tony screams. You're right, Wittens. Uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, give me a, I don't think you need a roll. Um, you guys are at the edge of the door. Um, and so with him kind of like doing his best to like mother duck you, even though you're probably taller than him, um, you both like speed off and I assume head back towards the apartment. Uh, Tony is going to try and find the Lord Mist. Um, give me a phys- uh, a wits roll, but this is going to be a difficulty five. Probably not gonna make it. <laughs> I got threes. You got threes? Yeah, still not enough. But... It's not enough. Um, you look over and you do see something strange. Um, there's like a a bunch of oranges that are rolling around on the ground, and like one of them's been flattened. But you don't really register that as anything other than, oh, that's odd. Witten's the, the Lord Mistborn's in trouble. We we have to do something. Master Tony, it's far be it from me to to try and get in the way of helping the Lord Mistborn of all people, but look at you, you're you're burned, your your clothes are ruined. I mean, this this whole business is Quite frankly, Master Tony, I I have been worried about you ever since I came to the house. And, well, one of your friends is already dead. Are you sure that you'd want to risk joining him? We, we have to do something. I mean, this is kind of partly my fault. I, um... We stole from him. And... Now he might die. I'm, I have to do something. Maybe we can call the guards? Uh, Master Tony, I, I am an old man, and while I might have once been an assassin in your parents' employ, I, I can barely hold a dagger with the strength needed to get the job done anymore. I, if the Lord Mistborn isn't enough to handle the job, I think maybe we should get the guards instead. But if you're adamant, I... I will follow you to the end. Well, I can't find him, so let's let's go with the guards. Let's find some guards, get him some reinforcements. We've got to do something. All right, Master Tony, let's go. Uh, let's get a physique roll. Right. Nothing. 
Um, yeah, you two set off, but um, between your your state having like in, inhaled all of that smoke and been in the position you were in, um, you're just not in a position to move quickly. And he's the same way. He he expended an incredible amount of energy trying to to make it like one to follow a mistborn without being spotted, and then two to make it there once he small saw the smoke. Um, and so he's not able to move very quickly either. Uh, I think let's jump back over to Merida. Um, Liv has come back and grabbed the group and moved you forward to the en edge of this um, small like market square uh, where you see the street urchin that tried to stop you earlier. Um, his standing there next to the Lord Mistborn. Um, there is a large wolfhound who is standing with its paws on top of Alloy. And you see that um, Spook and this, um, I'm going to call him Warwick since that was the, the character name, even though you don't know, know him. Um, Warwick is methodically going through uh, Alloy's pockets. Um, and then at one point you even see them remove a piercing from his armpit as they uh, take every single piece of metal off his body. Okay, and what is the other group doing? Um, you're all, like, huddled together watching this. So I think Merida's gonna say, well, if we're still on Alloy's, um, side, we need to do something about this. Get the hound off him first off. I have an idea, but I'm not the most physical. I might- me or someone else might be able to throw a dagger at them for a sneak attack. Or the wolf, I mean. Well, oh, wait, let me do testing. You know, I think if we just observe them a little longer, it, it, this is going to be about two things. Distracting the Lord Mistborn and getting these metal mines, and he uh, points at Tradition's uh, bag, who uh, Tradition pats it, to Alloy. And so if if we can figure out, a, like, maybe maybe when they start to move, there'll be more chaos, but I think we should watch a little longer. Well, I think Merida's just going to look at him and nod, as in, I trust you, kind of, like, gesture. Uh, go ahead and give me a wits plus tin roll. So, ten? Yep. <laughs> Merida's like, so you mean my best attribute? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I got two pairs of fours and two nudges. Yeah, with fours and two nudges, um, you see after they finish taking all of the metal mines off of him that they put them into a pouch that the uh, Lord Mistborn, um, or like into a small container that the Lord Mistborn puts into his pouch. Um, and then you hear uh, Warwick say that he wants uh, help going, I, I don't remember what the exact quote is, but um, he asks the Lord Mistborn what happened in the basement is told that he left it on fire um, with the house above them on fire. And so they make the decision to split up with Warwick heading back towards Alloy's house and um, Tensoon and the Lord Mistborn taking care of Alloy. And so Warwick splits off and starts running back towards the house. All right. I'm, I'm kind of just following the group right now, so. Yeah. Um, Tony, go ahead and give me another physique roll. All right, my feeble three. Oh, I got threes. 
Uh, yeah, you start to like catch like you've been coughing for a while and you've been moving and you're starting to like feel a little bit better. You've got some fresh air and you start moving a little more quickly. Um, Witten starts to fall behind. Do you leave him behind or do you stay with him? No, I stay with him. Okay, so even though you're starting to feel a little bit better and you're moving a little bit quicker, um, you're still not making very good time because he's just not moving very fast. Can we try and, like, are there coaches or something? Like, let's get some transportation. I've got money. Uh, Give me a spirit roll. Oh. Horse. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are so good at just summoning random vehicles <laughs> out of nowhere. Uh, so this specialty. Uh, this carriage like starts coming up and turns onto the street and it stops right in front of you. And the driver like opens up uh, or no, no, the driver like stand, stops the horses and stands up and looks and says, Oi, is that smoke there through the mists? Is this something on fire? Yes, the Lord Mistborn's in trouble. What? The Lord? What? Quick, we have to get to the castle and and call the guards. I have money. I'll pay you. Um, I'm going to say you can either roll or you can spend uh, three resources. Well, with that, I'll roll. That's my best attribute. (laughs) All right. I might as well. Watch me still get nothing this time. We'll see. Oh, that's definitely not nothing. I got fives and a nudge. Okay, yeah. Very so nice. for uh, one resource spent, um, you and Witten's climb into this carriage, and it starts barreling off towards the Lord Mistborn's mansion. Now, real quick, um, I have two slash two star in my spent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means anymore. It's been too uh, I long. I think it's permanently spent uh, two of them. And okay. then you had two resources spent out of the eight. So it was a, f- a roll of four, I think. Okay. Oh, so I should have rolled four instead of eight. Uh, at least six. Six? Okay. I think six. Let, let's do six. I'm not entirely remembering what my notation was. That's what I get. Well, I, I'll, roll, roll. I'll re-roll six. Oh, I got fours in a notch this time. Yeah, same result. You're uh, you're able to to get this guy moving pretty quickly. He he forgets entirely about the fire and starts heading off towards the Lord Mistborn's mansion. Okay, so now I'm at three slash two star, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I'm assuming that two star will drop now that Tajmil is no longer under my pay <laughs> after this adventure. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the case. Unless I bring back James. <laughs> I mean, he's there's still one possible hope for Tajmil next episode. Okay. Um, but that depends on <laughs> It'll how, be much, <laughs> how much Feldar wants to run into a burning building to save yeah. him. Uh, oh, gee. Well, who, who could be a better person, <laughs> more motivated to help him? <laughs> uh, there's not Perhaps only Wittens. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, let's jump back to Merida. Um, I think that this starts out with, and this is going to be really weird to do with just me doing roles mostly. Um, but do you have a plan of attack that you want to offer? Or maybe, maybe I can give you a wits roll, um, to try and formulate a plan. My thing is... 
this is the one thing I can think of. I am not very healthy right now. Mm-hmm. I assume the Lord Mistborn will be um, Burning Tin, and that's more of meta from what I know of his character. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that if Liv and I, she's the Tin Eye, right? Yep. If we do stuff to, like, throw off his senses, it might be able to discombobulate him a little. Okay. Like, scream loudly or something like that. Like, find ways to make excruciatingly loud noises. Like, so maybe I want to look for something that can overwhelm his senses. Um, give me a spirit roll. Okay, that's five. Yep. I got um, two twos and two ones. Um, so with two twos, you're able to find like a couple of, um, I want to say trash can lids. I know that's very anachronistic, but, you know, something similar. Like maybe there's like a, a sheet of metal or something left over for some construction that like you've basically got a, a rudimentary pair of symbols here made from refuse and debris you're able to find in this alleyway. So I think she's going to look at her group and she's going to say, I have an idea. It's not a great idea, but it's the best I can do with my health right now. One of us, including me, can work to make loud noises to throw him off his guard. And then we do a sneak attack at that moment. Because if he's burning 10, this will hurt and he'll need a few moments to recover. What do you think? I mean, that sounds like a plan to me. Uh, so probably you and Liv can be doing the distractions. Um, I can be on coin duty, make sure that he doesn't take any of us out. Lady Fatine, unfortunately, you're going to have to do a frontal assault on the Lord Mistborn again. I hate to tell you that. Uh, and then tradition, your job is to, uh, try and get these metal mines to him and, uh, not get bit by that dog, I guess. Where, where did they get a dog from? Jeez. Hoggy provides in mysterious ways. <laughs> Well, I, uh, suppose that's as <coughs> good a plan as any, uh, but just so you know, I'm I'm going to need more pewter before long, or else I'm not going to be in this fight at all. Can, uh, Merida give Fatine her glass dagger she took? Uh, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, she's gonna give it to her. She's need it better than I will. I have a dueling cane still. Um, so I think let's get a wits roll from you and one from Liv, both plus ten to try and start your noisemakers at the same time. Okay. Uh, I got two pairs of fives and two nut- and a pair of nudges. Um, she got a pair of fours and a nudge. Um, and so in right at the same time, um, you, you give a moment for the, um, I for wanna, Alloy to I get I want to say, too, that when I do the symbols, I also scream as loud as possible, just to add to it. Okay. Um, so Warwick has gone down the street quite a ways. Um, they've allowed Alloy to get up and are slowly moving uh, towards the um, towards the mansion, Lord Mistborn's mansion. And they start moving towards Lord Mistborn's mansion. Um, you see that Alloy is going along, but he's he's struggling just a little bit. He's He's obviously trying to make it as difficult as possible and as long as possible to get him out of here. And so you're able to um, get as close as you dare 
um, with knowing that Spook is probably burning tin. And you do see that he's kind of glancing over his shoulder um, towards where uh, you two are walking um, on either side of the street. Uh, but he doesn't make a move towards there. Um, give me a physique roll to make some noise. Can I get advantage for it being a snake attack? Uh, I'm going to give you plus one for easy to overlook. Okay, cool. I love that description. It helps me so much. Oh, I need to roll it. Reroll it, Phil. Okay, I have two threes. Yeah, and Liv got two fours. And so um, at the same time, you bang these pieces of metal together and start screaming. And Liv, um, she starts screaming as well. And she just knocks over a bunch of cans and things in the alley that she's in. Um, Spook covers his ears um, at the same time that he starts looking back and forth to try and find the source of this noise. And that's when a glass dagger comes flying out from behind him. Very nice. Um, okay, Lady Fatine got a pair of fours and a nudge. I am going to give him some reaction dice. Um, he only got threes and a nudge. And so, um, as he's looking back and forth, um, this glass dagger slashes him across the right arm, um, leaving a trail of blood start to ooze from the wound. Um, and he clamps a hand to that as he looks behind him to where Lady Fatine is charging at him with, um... Uh, Glim, Tesney, and um, Tradition not far behind. And we're going to move into combat. Alright. Um, I forget how that works. <laughs> um, I don't know how to give you a roll for a carriage driver, John. Okay. Do you want to make it a spirit? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I had to spend one for summoning the carriage, right? Yes, that's correct. Alright, so I'm three now, right? Yep. Now this one I'm not spending, I'm just rolling, right? Correct. Let me see if I've got anything... Uh, nope. Nothing. Alright, um, so you feel like the carriage is making okay time, but, um, there also seems to be, uh, some some commotion in the street as the news of the fire starts to spread. Like you, you hear yelling from where you came from about a fire and that yelling starts to make its way ahead of you. And so there's some people starting to like come out in the street that he has to like push out of, not push out of the way, but like yell at, to get out of Weave the way around. so he can make good time. Um, so Lord Spook, um, is going to shoot coins at, um, 15, Fatine is going to try and tackle Spook. Tessney is going to try and pull on the coins. Um, Tradition is going to try and get to um, Alloy to give him the metal mines. Uh, Glim is going to try and tackle Tensoon. Um, Liv, I think, is going to do the same thing that she's been doing and just keep making noise. What would you like to do, Merida? Um, can I keep making noise but also look for... Um... Like, maybe, uh, are we in an alleyway? Um, I can say that you're in an alleyway. They're on, like, a main street, uh, but you're in an alley, alley not far from them. I want to try to look around, like, where it it's happening. Is that possible while I'm still doing that? Uh, yeah, what are you looking for? I'm kind of looking for things that I can drop, like, hits or 
like say someone to hit so it'll drop on the Lord Mistborn? Uh, I'm like I'm not sure that he'd be underneath anything like that. Oh, okay. Like he he's out oh. towards the main road while you're in the alley. All right. Well, then I'll just try to look for like more stuff. Maybe like um, like unpleasant smells or something. You know. Uh yeah. Um, I am gonna give you another spirit roll for this. Um, but you've already lost one, so it's at four. Okay. And then I'm gonna say mechanically that um, with you and Liv, he just can't add his uh his tin reliably to his rolls. Well, I I got nothing. Okay, yeah, you're you're looking around, but you just can't find anything that you think would make it harder for a, t- a tin eye to use their powers. Like you're you're looking at things and you're like, this banana peel, I can smell it with, uh, I can barely smell it with my tin on. It's not gonna work. Um, he's already next to that dog, so I'm not sure that the smells will work anyway. Like you're you're running, you're doing a checklist of everything around you, and you're just not finding anything you think will make it more effective. All right. Um, we're gonna go to Spook, who is going to shoot some coins. And then he got a pair of threes and three nudges. We're going to go to Tesney, who's going to try and block them. Uh, Tesney got fours and two nudges. And so nice. um, the Lord Mistborn shoots out this spray of coins towards Lady Fatine. Um, and then Tesney holds up a wooden shield that he had been carrying on his back. And the coins just veer off course and all slam in there and kind of um, embed themselves inside of the wood of this shield. Um, Lady Fatine is going to make her attack on Spook. Um, she got two nudges and nothing else. She's going to re-roll. Um, she got a pair of twos. And so she, she tackles him and he falls to the ground with her on top of him. And he's going to take one damage. Um, I Who, w- took, to, who took the damage? Uh, Sorry. Spook did. Okay. Um, traditionally. Uh, let's go to Glim versus Te- uh, Tensoon. Um, Tensoon's going to spend all of his on defense dice. He gets a beefy dice pool. <laughs> yeah, so Glim comes up and tries to tackle him. And like he jumps forward and makes a solid connection. And then he lets out a yell of pain as this dog does not move an inch. And kind of, like, buffs him back. And he, he just bounces off and scatters to the ground. Um, that does, however, leave uh, Tradition open to try and get in there and hand the Metal Mines over. And he got a pair of fours on three dice. Um, he he wow. runs forward and he throws his hand into a bag and comes out with a handful of rings. And just like a like a baseball player does a jumping dive and slides in and basically just slams them down um, into uh, Alloy's ch- uh, or no, because he's not on the ground anymore. Um, so he just runs forward and um, tosses these uh, rings and things and they all go flying forward and Alloy reaches a hand up and does not catch any of them. <laughs> 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 um. So we will go into the next round. Um, Tony, go ahead and give me another spirit roll. I, I just want to reflect on what just happened there. I'm, I'm picturing in my mind, like, the climactic moment of the movie. He's running forward. It's in slow motion. The rings are flying through the air. And then you see Alloy hand, like, 
reach out and whiff, swiping <laughs> just past them as the rings fly. In a Frodo gesture, a ring circles his hand and then flies off. And there's a carnival worker who <laughs> says, oh, bad luck, try again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Tony, I'm going to go ahead and make my spear roll. But Tony is going to try and take his... Uh, rings from the, like, you know, oh, look, these rings are stuck together, now they're not trick, and improvise a Pathian earring, but not actually being able to pierce anything, he just, like, hangs it off his earlobe as he tries <laughs> to commune with with Harmony, and uh, I guess it worked, because I got two twos. <laughs> um, with two twos, you feel as though... You... You you try and make this connection, um, and I, I you did get the roll, but it's not a hemallergic metal, and it's not piercing you. So I think that at best, like you feel a sense of calm and relief wash over you, like like you you've been forgiven almost, like not not even necessarily that you've been forgiven, but like just a, a serenity as if. Things might not be the best, but they'll work out, is what you're feeling. Uh, on top of that, you uh, hear the the um, driver pull out a whip. And he's just like, all right, I'm on a mission for the Lord Mistborn. Y'all need to get out of the way. And he starts cracking <laughs> this whip. And the carriage just starts to rocket forward. Uh, we will go back to Merida. Um, any change in plans for you? Uh, she's still just trying to look for stuff to help. Okay. But not succeeding. Um, I'm going to ha- need still another them. spirit roll from you, but it's going to be three this time, because you spent one last time. Okay. Um, everybody else is basically doing the same thing. Um, Fatim's trying to keep Spook busy, as is Tessney. Um, and then Tradition and Klim are both going after Tensoon. I have two nudges, that's it. Yeah, with two nudges, um, when you've only got three dice, you're just not able to find anything. Um, so you just keep doing what you're doing to uh, mess with his tin. Alright. Um, let's have a roll for Glim to attack Tensoon. Um, and then Tensoon to resist with his big chonky muscles. Alright, pair of fives and two nudges versus a pair of ones. <laughs> so um, Glim goes and takes a punch at this dog. And, like, as he goes to punch it, a hand of transparent flesh forms outside of the Tensoon's um, dog body and just grabs onto this hand and squeezes it. And Glim takes another point of damage. Yikes. <laughs> That'll do, Tensoon. That'll do. <laughs> um, Tradition is going to try and help out with that. Um, he, like goes to do, like, the slap fight with Tensoon, and, like, it's it's pathetic. It's, like, just, he, like, drags his hand across Tensoon's eye, and it does nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tensoon has three dice left to try and contain Alloy, and he gets a pair of fours. Wow. <laughs> nice. Alloy? Favorite of harmony. And so, uh, Tensoon... Um, takes a running leap and manages to bounce off of uh, Alloy's back and send him tumbling to the ground. Um, Spook is focused, I think, mainly on defense here. So I'm just going to do Fatim's roll. 
versus Spook's roll. Um, Spook and Fatine are kind of locked in combat, and she goes to try and take a punch, and in doing so, changes the equilibrium of balance, and Spook, with one quick shove, just sends her flying off of him. Um, back around to the top. Uh, Tony, if you succeed one more spirit roll, uh, I will say that you've made it to his mansion. What a blow on it this time. Viewers, give us all of your will. Alright, so I got a pair of grudges. So I'm going to re-roll. <laughs> so that'll be a minus one to the result, right? I roll two. I think one. if you don't have enough dice to form a pool after, I can't let you spend those nudges. Um, so you're, you're making good time, but you're just not quite there yet. Um, Merida, uh, any change in your plan? So if I stop making the noise, will live be enough or? That's a good question. Is, do I need to roll to find out? No. <laughs> oh, you're just, okay. I'm just not going to tell you. Okay. Well, I think I'm, I'm away from them, right? Yeah, you're you're not like you're not in the fight. It would take if if you spent your entire turn running towards them, you could get close enough to interfere, but um it would take a concerted effort. Well, can I like mo motion my head towards Liv so we can get close to the edge of the fight so it's louder closer up since I doubt they'll be able to touch us when they're locked in combat. Uh yeah, give me a wits roll, no tin. I will okay. allow Liv to add her tin though. So do I tell you all the dice I got? Uh, just your highest pair. Uh, threes and a nudge. Yeah, with threes and a nudge, um, you kind of make this gesture to, uh, like, just like a chopping um, motion with your hand towards the fight. And Liv sees it immediately and nods and starts moving forward as she's banging these, like, metal, these poles and sticks together. Um, pots and pans, whatever it was that she was able to find. All right. Um, let's have, uh, Tradition and Glim fight, uh, against Tensoon. Glim got nothing. Tradition did worse. Um, Tensoon is going to spend all of his time on Alloy. Um, but he is going to be at disadvantage because, um, Alloy is, he's not in a, like, a, a way able to restrain him like he could if he had a human body like he's got this dog body that's like big and powerful and brutish but it doesn't have manual dexterity to like pin his hands behind his back or navigate oranges but that's a different episode mm. and then alloy um alloy is able to grab onto one of the rings um did I do Spook already this round? No. Okay. Uh, Spook is going to shoot some coins at Lady Fatine. Testy is going to try and block them. Uh, Testy got a pair of fives, but Spook got a pair of fives and a nudge. And so um, Fatine is going to take another set of coins... Um, and she is going to take another burden. Um, 
which will be a serious burden. Um, we're going to say that the problem with burdens in these situations is it's hard to find something that's like long enough lasting that matches with the injury. You know what I mean? Like I could give her a gut wound, but then yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll just give her a, a large gut wound. Perforate so what did abdomen. she do? Did she attack or defend? Um, she is now going to try and uh, tackle him. She's not worried about okay. defense. Okay. And she got a pair of fives, no nudges. Um, so she's going to re-tackle Spook to the ground, and um, he's going to take another two points of damage. Very nice. Uh, Tony, one more success to be there. All right. Tony starts making, like, meditation sounds, like, oh. Nothing. Yeah, you're just, you just can't get there in a quick amount of time. It's it's such a remote part of the city, um, and you just don't know where else guards would be. How much spirit does Tony have? Um, he normally has four, but he has spent uh, one already. Oh, okay. Um, I think at this point, Alloy is going to tap speed, and that speed is going to allow him to escape. And so that just leaves um, the rest of the group with the problem of getting away from Tensoon and Spook. How would you like to handle that, Merida? Uh, she's just going to keep banging. She already said she'd be a part of the group. She's not abandoning them. Well, Alloy, Alloy's leaving. Yeah, but my group's still there, right? Um, yeah, but everybody's gonna try and scatter, I think. Okay, well, um... So, yeah, let's let's just make that official. Uh, official. Like, once, once, um, Al Tradition sees that Alloy, like, picks up a ring, and there's a blur, and all the rest of the rings disappear, and then he's gone, he's going to say, Alright, scatter! Well, I think she's gonna stick with Liv, since she's close, so she's gonna, like, motion to Liv, drop it, and start sprinting. Okay, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Uh, two fours and two threes. Uh, yeah, with two fours and two threes, you start running off with Liv. Um, Liv starts to fall behind, so you can choose to either take your successes or keep at the same pace that Liv is at. She's going to stick with Liv. Okay, so you both start running off, but you feel like you're... Like, especially with that wolfhound, the way that you saw him move, you do not feel like you're out of danger yet. Um, Spook is going to try and, now that um, Fatine is on him again, he's just going to try and do what he can to end this fight now um, with just a, a blow to her head again. And that is a pair of fives and a nudge. Uh, Lady Fatine gets to respond, minus two dice for her health. Um, she takes another blow and she crumples and is still on the floor, on the road. Um, I think Tensoon is going to go after Tradition after hearing him give the command. And Tensoon got a pair of fives and a nudge. Uh, let's see if Tradition <laughs> can match that with his three dice. He cannot. And so, uh... <laughs> Tensoon just immediately turns and pounces on top of Tradition, and uh, Tradition falls to the floor, and he's pinned against the ground, 
and um, he just continues to keep yelling uh, at everybody to scatter. Um, Tesney takes a run for it, um, and he is able to make it a little ways out of the uh, market area. Glim starts to run opposite of both you and Tesney, and he is tearing off like a madman as well. Um, we will go into the next round. Um, Tony, I think at this point you've made it there, but I also think it's probably a little too late for it to matter in terms of helping the fight. Right. But Tony's still going to frantically explain the Lord Mistborn's in trouble, and there's a speedy guy. <laughs> so you run up to the, uh, to the gatehouse, and you knock on the door, and the guy opens the door and he looks at you, he's just like, Look, man, we don't know about your dumb bird, okay? <laughs> what? No, no, no! I'm. We'll find Sonichu later. The Lord Mistborn. He. There's a fast guy, and there was a fire, and and he's in trouble. Yeah, I know that there was a fire here earlier. We put it out. Your bird. No, 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 no! A, no, no, a different fire. You put you you caught something else on fire. Look, they came <laughs> down and they talked to me about you. I know what happened there. <laughs> um, and we're gonna go ahead and pause that scene there as you're trying to convince this guard of what's actually going on um and merida with you and Liv the closest behind i think the spook is focused on you too um okay go ahead and give me a physique roll oh wow i got two fives uh, Liv did not, and so you can choose to keep your successes or hang back with Liv. I think she's just gonna, um, she's just gonna keep the success and wish her luck, because at least if one person's out, we can come back for them later. Uh, yeah, um, so you, uh, start to rock it off, and you are making it towards the edge of the clearing. Um, you happen to look behind you, and you see that the Lord Mistborn has thrown down a coin, and has tried to start steel pushing towards you. Um, and then he kind of uh, goes crooked in the air and has to steady himself. Um, and you see him like stagger as he lands, putting in a hand to his shoulder where he was hit by the knife. And Liv stays a little far, uh, about the same distance ahead of him. Um, let's do one more roll. Um, and if you're able to do a either a bigger success than Spook or he is focused on someone else, then I'll say you get away clean. Uh, two fours. Spook is getting a lot of nudges, but no, uh, no pairs right now. And then live. Um, so you, uh, continue to race off, but you do see behind you that, um, on his second attempt, he shoots forward and he lands on top of Liv, who collapses to the ground with the Lord Mistborn on top of her, holding a glass dagger to her neck. Oh, wow. Uh, I will give you the choice to either turn around or keep running. Does it look like he's going to kill her? It, no, it doesn't look like he's like going for a killing stroke. It looks like he's going for, okay, this is over. Yeah, she's going to keep running then. Uh, in that case, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call it an episode here. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back again in two weeks time for what will probably be the last recording session for this group period. 
Um, I've hoped you've enjoyed this story. I'll talk a little bit about what my uh, plans are for continuing this thread on um, next episode. So, you know, hold on to that for now. But um, this is the first time I've ever, I mean, granted, we're not quite there yet, but this is the first time I've ever played an RPG uh, campaign uh, start to conclusion. And um, it's been a lot of fun. And I want to thank everybody who's listened and been a part of this and made this journey with us because... Um, it's honestly been incredible to do this for the past four years, so thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, what about an RPG where, at the end, the characters are on two different sides? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always kind of played this group dynamics off of each other, and I think it's made for an interesting story, and I hope it's also been fun. Uh, oh, yeah, I've certainly been a had lot a lot of fun. fun. Definitely. Um, but I think that we will, yeah, we'll be back again for a wrap-up episode to kind of explore where all of the characters end up and then um we'll talk about what happens next after that thank you guys so much for listening yeah thank you guys bye thanks for listening mistborn and all related properties are owned by brandon sanderson and dragonsteel entertainment the mistborn adventure game is a product of crafty games special thanks to steve argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to boardroom design for putting the logo together for us you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.